17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of the Glenn and Rita show on 105.7 The Fan. And with my guy, Cordell Woodland from Shaking It Up Sports and the Ravens reporter for 105.7 The Fan. And Ravens in London, Cordell, to face the Tennessee Titans. Ravens 3-2, and two, Titans 2-3. and three. Both teams feel like they're pressing for a win um, this Sunday. So let's start with the offense. I think we started with the defense last week. Start with the offense. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. This is an offense that I think you and I can both agree has so much potential and they have yet to fully tap in their potential when it, whether it comes to the dropped passes or them taking Lamar's legs out of the game at the most inopportunistic times. Um, they're still trying to figure it out. Uh, with the new offensive coordinator and Todd Munkin. And then they've had some injuries, obviously, with the offensive line. They've had injuries um, in the wide receiving core. So, again, there's a lot of moving parts, but then a lot of guys have not played together. So it feels as though this might be the first week where everything is put together because I believe Morgan Moses practiced this week. um, So it's very possible he will play. Odell talked to the media and said it's frustrating, you know, in terms of his um, ankle injury. He's not 100%, but he feels like he will be playing. Um, and, and, of course, Rashad Bateman. So um, when you look at this offense, and hopefully they got the guys that are healthy back, what is it that you expect from this defense who um, they are ranked ninth in rush defense, ninth in scoring defense, with 23rd in passing defense. What do you see? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I see two inconsistent teams. Uh, defensively, for the Titans, they're inconsistent themselves. Um, they've had a couple of good games this year, um, but they, like, like two weeks ago against the Bengals, they hold the Bengals to three points, um, but then they come back the next week, lose, to Indianapolis giving up 23. I mean, they, uh, a couple weeks ago, they get into kind of a little bit of a shootout with the Chargers. I, I, I think kind of like how I said the other day about the Ravens still looking for their identity. I think that's what the Titans are doing right now as well as a team. Um, specifically looking at the Ravens offense. Yeah, I mean, they're just they, – it's what version – of this offense is going to show up on Sunday. Um, I think the Ravens can run the ball against anybody just because when you have Lamar, you, I mean, the run game is always going to be there for you. Um, Right. And I get the Titans are a good run stopping team. They are. Um, But, and and the Titans do give the Ravens problems at times. I mean, this is one of those out of division rivalries over the last couple of years. Um, and it is good, like you mentioned, for the Ravens that they are trending up right now uh, on the injury front. Odell practiced in full on Thursday. Uh, Patrick McCarry practiced in full. Keaton Mitchell continues to practice in full. Morgan Moses practiced in full. So that's definitely a good sign for them. 
going into this game. Whereas you look at the Titans injury report, uh, it's it's loaded with a cut with quite a few DMPs. They've already ruled three guys out, including uh cornerback Elijah Molden and linebacker Luke Gifford, uh, in terms of the defensive side of the ball, right? Right, right. offensive side, but. Um, yeah, they Jeffrey Simmons has been limited in practice this week. That's a big part of their defensive line right there. So we'll we'll have to see who's on the field for the Titans. But at the end of the day, um, I think when you look at this Ravens offense this year, they have been their number one enemy. I, I think that they have done better at stopping themselves than defenses have stopping them, to be honest yep. with you. Um, you look at a lot of the turnovers a lot of the uh bad snaps and the worst times of the game and um just penalties and just just things that shouldn't happen uh for a team that coming into the season feels like they are a championship contender or at least that's where they want to be um I, I i just feel like they they've done more harm than good to themselves and at the end of the day sure this could be a team that shows up and is sharp and Lamar's thrown the ball so well this year. That's been the one consistent thing throughout the year. I mean, he's had a couple of misses here and there, but no quarterback is hitting a hundred percent of the targets. Um, but he has given them chances to make plays down the field. He's given the receivers chances to get involved. It hasn't just been the Mark Andrews show outside out, uh, uh, unlike years past, um, so it's it's really just on them. Can they take care of the ball? That's the number one thing for me. Number one. Can they take care of the football and Lamar included. They have to be able to to not turn the ball over and give this Titans team who has a sluggish offense and we'll get to them in a little bit. But if we saw it last week with the Steelers, if you're going to give bad offenses opportunities to have short fields and and opportunities to continuous opportunities to to get themselves back in the game that's a part of the Ravens offense that's not really I mean sure the defense is a part of that but the Ravens offense is the ones giving the other offense all these extra opportunities giving the other offense short field so um if, if the Ravens can take care of the ball I think that'll go a long way for their success on Sunday morning um, but I'm also looking for them to hit on some of those big plays that they weren't able to hit on against the Steelers. I believe those plays will still be there for them. I think I've been saying it for weeks. At some point, I got to be right. I think this will be the Zay Flowers breakout game. I mean, it should have been against Pittsburgh with all the drops that he had. It really <laughs> should have been against Pittsburgh. <laughs> but I'm hoping that this is the week that Zay Flowers takes his game to the next level because he's been there for Lamar. He's shown that he could catch the ball at every level of the field. Um, he can get open now. That was my concern coming into the season. I felt like he was more short in the intermediate, not really ready to take the top off the defense. And that's really what they showed at the start of the season. He made his living off those short to intermediate passes, but now they are starting to open up the offense a little bit, trying to hit him down the field. I think those plays, like I said, they were there last week. Hopefully they can connect this week, and I think Zay gets in the end zone for the first time in his career.
Yeah, I, I think that the, the key here is that, you know, the Ravens haven't really challenged the deep ball much this season, which a lot of people have been concerned about. And I'm not necessarily concerned because they've, they've only been five games. You know, if this was week 13 and it was still an issue, then that's a conversation to have. But again, when there's so many new parts, um, you know, maybe you're just trying to implement things as you go along. And I always thought that the deep passes would eventually come. So. I do think that this is a really good opportunity for the Ravens to try to open up um, the deep ball because the Titans um, are struggling from that regard, from a past defensive perspective. Look, Kevin Byard is still a very, very good player, and I don't want to be disrespectful in that regard. You do have to factor in him and where he's going to be at all times. But um, ultimately, it, it feels as though he might just essentially be their best player on, on the back end. And I really feel like, from um, an offensive deep ball perspective is that this offensive line hasn't really been consistently well enough to hold on and pass protection long enough for Lamar to kind of get his reads in and get the ball deep downfield. Um, so it's up to them as well to hold down the fort while they can um, against a, a Titans team where, I mean, you did mention some injuries, particularly at the cornerback and linebacker position, but they do have a nice front. They do know how to be disruptive. You know, so you have to account for that. Um, but you do have to challenge them down the field. You do have to find a way to challenge them down the field. And I agree with you. I do feel like this day would be the day to do it. I'm also not if, if Odell's going to play and, and, you know, if he says he wants to play and he's going to play, that's fine. But we have to start being honest about putting Odell maybe in the slot um, as opposed to putting him outside. Um, because I think that I think what's a best situation probably is having like Rashad on one side and Zay on the other and then having Odell who can't necessarily get great separation, but he's still got hands mm -hmm. and it's still going to be hard to defend. If I'm Todd Munkin, this is the day that I'm implementing Odell in the slot and he's probably going to really eat it up. Um, in that regard. So it will be interesting to see how this all gets played out. It really feels like the Ravens are, are desperate to get a consistent effort out of their offense. Um, but I hope that it doesn't mean that they're pressing and that they continue to make mistakes because they're pressing to try to get some consistency going. Yeah, I mean, and then to your point about the deep ball, yeah, it hasn't it hasn't been a lot of schemed deep deep shots most of the right. deep shots have come from lamar extending the play and finding zay or somebody yep. down the field um uh, which is fine but on the one that was probably scripted where zay kind of stumbles and, and ends up falling on uh that i mean he's there i mean they they take the shot right That's down the middle down probably yeah i mean he catches that in stride he's he's going to score um so I, I do think those opportunities will be there that, uh, again like you I have a lot of respect for Kevin Byard as well. Um, one of the top safeties in the league for sure. Um, but it just seems like they have injuries on all three levels of their defense, including their defensive front right now. So we'll see who they're even able to suit up. In terms of Odell being in the slot, I'm surprised we haven't seen a lot more of that. I mean, honestly, I'm, I agree. And, and on a, the the really the second half of Odell's career has been predominantly in the slot. I mean, that's where he's made his living. And I uh I guess I mean, and I get Zay is a big time threat in the slot as well. Yeah, but for sure. 
Yeah. Bazay is one of those guys that has shown he can line up inside or out. Um, and Odell, it has been a struggle. Now, I, I watched, I rewatched the game. There were some times where um, Odell does pop open from the outside. I remember one specifically. It looked like they may have been in a cover two or something like that against Pittsburgh. And Lamar ends up checking down to um, to Mark Andrews, where Odell, I mean, he is he's really running by himself in the seam and, and Lamar just doesn't see him. So it's not, I, I don't want to make it seem like he can't play outside, but yeah, to your point, I, I think if you're trying to get the most out of Odell, um, you try, you probably try to put him on the inside and that way you've got two sure handed guys in the middle of your offense. Now between him and Mark Andrews, more sure handed than not, I should say, um, that that can make plays for you and be that safety net. And, and like I said, the, the luxury is that Zay can play inside or out. So can Bateman. Bateman yep. can play inside and out as well. So I just think that they need to utilize that more. And at this point, it's about trying to find ways to get the most out of Odell. And I do think that is from lining him up in the slot. Completely agree. So we will see uh, how this goes and how they can take full advantage of uh, this Titans defense who is reeling with injuries coming up this Sunday's game. All right, let's switch it over to the defensive side of the ball. So uh, obviously the, the Ravens defense gave up a, a late touchdown and, and it happened, you know, and unfortunately it led to the win um, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But this is still a defensive group that has played very well. Um, football overall, I believe. And so now you're facing a Titans team that you already mentioned Cordell is very inconsistent um, with the way that they have played. Derrick Henry has been hot and cold. Um, I mean, Ryan Tannehill is still the quarterback. DeAndre Hopkins has played consistently well, but I don't think anyone is surprised by that. I think that we all know that DeAndre Hopkins can still play football at a very high level. Um, and they, they, had moments where they play well, but when you start looking at like their scores, I believe that they're at the bottom um, echelon in terms of points scored. Um, so this is a Titans offense that is really trying to make their way in an NFC South that I think once we all thought just was Jacksonville's to lose, but now is a little bit more diluted and it could potentially be anybody's division for up for grabs. And again, they're playing against a Ravens defense that is just playing really well right now. So what do you foresee um, in terms of what it is that the Ravens defense needs to do here? Continue to do what they've been doing. Honestly, I, I, I really wouldn't change much outside of maybe cover zero when the game is on the line. I, <laughs> you know, I, would, I would probably go away from that. Um, but other than that, I mean, look, this is a team that I think, what, is second in the league in sacks right now? I mean, yeah, who would have thought, they're, right? They're, they're getting there. They're getting there. It may not be the way that everybody wants them to get there. I get that. But I don't think that – I don't think that them not having a bona fide pass rusher is why they felt the need to go to that cover zero at the end of the game last week. To be honest with you, I don't know what the thought process was behind that play because I didn't <laughs> feel like they needed to be that desperate. I, I didn't, I didn't feel like they had, now maybe they felt like it's Kenny Pickett. We don't think too highly of them. If we're being yes, honest. That's exactly what I think happened. And honestly, they're just like, we're going to, 
put the pressure on him. We're going to force him to get the ball out of his hands quickly and make the right read. And to Kenny Pickett's credit, he saw it pre-snap. He makes the audible and he goes right to George Pickens right off the snap. I mean, he, he beats it easily. So, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because I don't feel like they felt the pressure to have to do that to get to him. I, I just think they wanted to throw a wrench in there and just try to fluster him and it, and it backfired. So be it this week against the Titans. They're going up against a team that is a, an offense that can be dangerous because you don't know what to expect from them. I mean, they can one week have zero type of offense. I mean, get nothing offensively. It's been a struggle for Derrick Henry so far this year. Tajay Spears has looked like the guy that's kind of, dare I say it, eaten into Derrick Henry. Yes. Snap, no, right? he is. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he can do more. He's given them more in the passing game, and he has been more explosive than Derrick Henry to this point in the year. But it's still Derrick Henry, and, and we know it can be any given Sunday with him. So the number one thing is going to be stopping the run. It's going I to be agree. stopping the run, getting him out of the game, taking away that play action, and forcing the, the Titans to be one-dimensional. And then you look at it, there's no Traylon Burks this year, so it's D-Hop and company. Nick Westbrook, Akine, he can be he, – he, he's sneaky. He's sneaky. You have to watch him, especially in the red zone, and he can pop some of these big plays. He He's just a guy that I think takes advantage of defenses who kind of forget that he's out there. Um, so as long as you keep him on your radar, I don't think he can beat you, but it, it's one you start zeroing in on D hop or something like that, or zeroing in on the run game. And then they hit you over the top, uh, with Westbrook Akine that that's, that's when he can beat you. But other than that, I think this Ravens defense has played so well this year. I, I, I don't think that this should be a big struggle for them, but Hey, this is an NFL team just like they are. Um, they're coming off of a, a, a loss last week as well. Um, D-Hop is coming off his best game yep. of the season. And you never know. I mean, I don't know how he may feel towards the Ravens or anything like that with all the rumors going around this offseason that he may be in Baltimore or whatever the case may be. You just don't know how motivated D-Hop will be for this game. I, I just think the Ravens need the, – the Ravens defense – if they play the same way they did against the Steelers, I think that's a winning formula. Yeah, I agree with you. And you already mentioned, look, it's funny because the Titans have scored 15 points, 27 points, three points, 27 points, 16 points. So they're very inconsistent. And they have lost one, lost mm -hmm. one, lost. So based on that merit, they're due for a win. The problem is, is that I, I believe that the Ravens defense is consistently good as opposed to the Titans um, offense being inconsistent. So, um, you know, just based on what, what, what we've seen, it, it appears every other game they decide to show up. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try to show up, but I, I think that this defense is good enough where they're going to be like, Hey, nah, I mean, we, 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 we're going to try to stop that today. You know, we're going to try to stop this trend of lost win, lost win, because that means a win is this weekend. And I think that Mike McDonald, um, you know, I'm a fan of Mike McDonald. Okay. I don't, I didn't like the cover zero, but ultimately, you know, we all make mistakes, right? It is what it is. That offense is what 
is more of the issue to that game last week than Mike McDonald in that defense. And so I definitely think that he is capable of um, righting his wrongs this coming week against the Titans. Um, I believe that, um, it, like you said, you got to make them one dimensional. You got to add some pressure onto Ryan Tannehill as well. And I, I think that, um, and if you do that and make sure that Henry doesn't get to that second level, and, and you already mentioned Spears, so Spears is also a guy that you do have to take account for, um, in that regard, and just try to get them to force the ball. Then I think that you're in a good position. So I definitely think that this matchup, um, feels. Look, at the end of the day, it feels lopsided on both sides, on, on you know, Ravens offense versus their defense and vice versa. But like you already mentioned, this is the NFL, and you never know. Sometimes it's about the matchups, you know what I mean? And, so, and that's just basically where it boils down to. But I do think that this defense will um, capitalize off of the things. It will be interesting to see how they use Marcus Williams versus Geno Stone because we know that Marcus Williams is still trying to reel back from that injury. I don't think that it – look, I'm, I'm cool with him incorporating himself in there, you know, just to try to get a feel back of the game. But Geno Stone has played well. You don't have to keep putting Marcus Williams back in there if you don't want to. Geno has done a very good job in his absence, and you don't want to push that, particularly against, to me, this offense who – is not necessarily high-powered. I already gave you the numbers. They're not high-powered every single week. You don't have to do that. So it will be interesting to see what they do, but I expect them to definitely continue putting pressure on um, the quarterback and finding ways to allow this secondary and these linebacker groups to, to be in the blitz packages as well. I mean, and to your point about Marcus Williams, um, I guess on the flip side, this isn't a team that really stretches the field vertically that much. Um, I, I I don't know. I guess with Marcus Williams, the thought process is, A, you know, try to give him playing time to get figure out how to play with this injury or get back acquainted. But also maybe they think he's a better coverage guy than Geno. I guess they're more so – and I'm just assuming. I'm just assuming. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe it's like the thought with Marcus Williams is that He's there for coverage. If he's got a tackle, they're probably in a bit of a bind, especially going up against Derrick Henry. If he gets to that third level, I mean, <laughs> Marcus Williams can't tackle Derrick Henry right now. There's not a person in this league that can tackle him with one arm. Um, so that that's going to be the bind that they're put in. If this does turn out to be a Derrick Henry day, Marcus Williams won't be able to stay in the game long because they're going to need as many people that can tackle as possible. All right, so it's prediction time, Cordell. What do we have here? Ravens left on Monday. They said they're not doing this again because in 2017, they got gall dragged by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm -hmm. And John Harbaugh said, nah, we ain't doing this again. As opposed to the Titans, who I believe left on Thursday to head to London uh, Ravens been there all week and been hamming it up and, you know, doing all these things. But, I mean, of course, they've been practicing as well. Um, and, again, Titans have a late arrival there. So do you think, first and foremost, that leaving earlier was a good idea? I do. I do. I think they they went with their experience from the last time they went out to London. They tried to switch it. Um, and it seems like they're acquainted to the time change and – the environment and just 
being there. You know, when you go on vacation, you know, especially when you go to a different time zone. And I know you know about this because you travel more than any of us. Um, <laughs> that it, it takes, it's like that first day or so, it takes you a little second to get acquainted to the new time zone, catch up, get your sleep pattern back. And yep. then that next day or maybe even the day after, I know for me, when I went to L.A., it took me about a day and a half before I readjusted to, to that three hour time difference. So, yeah. um, I, I do think that was a smart move for them. They've gotten adjusted to just simple things like the air and all that stuff. They've been able to kind of let their guard down a little bit. They've gone shopping, they've toured the, the city and stuff like that. So it's not new anymore. You're not, you're not getting adjusted. So I, I do, I did think that was a good idea for them. I do think that may end up being a benefit for them uh, come Sunday morning. I, I think this is a game that the Ravens should win just because they should win. Doesn't mean that they will. We've seen that, um, yep. but this has been a team that has done fairly well this year so far um, with bouncing back from poor performances you think back to them going to Cincinnati after the lackluster win to start the year against the Texans, they were sharp. You think about them going to Cleveland um, after the loss to the Colts, they were pretty sharp for the most part on both sides of the ball. Um, I'm looking for that same type of uh, team this weekend against the Titans. I, I just kind of how I felt about the Steelers. I don't think very highly of the Titans offense. Um, I think their defense can do some things, but it's only but so much they can do. This has been a team that has given Lamar fits at times in the past, though. Um, so you do worry about that. Mike Vrabel, I do like him as a coach. He and Harb seem to have their own little thing going on as well. So um, I, I do think both teams will have their antennas up for this game. That being said, I think that this is a game that the Ravens win on the world stage out there in London. I'll say the Ravens win. Uh, gosh, I feel like I've been giving the Ravens too many points in some of my. <laughs> uh, I'll say. I mean, up until Sunday's game, they've been scoring points. Come on, man! Like, um, I, I don't. I mean, I'll keep it in the low twenties. I'll go twenty-three, fourteen Ravens. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it in the low twenties too because I, I do believe they'll bounce back in terms of like scoring. Right, I, I think that this offense understands that they got to step up for Lamar, that they have to do better. Um, and I think that they will. I think that this is a, a time that they'll do that. The Titans are a pesky team, though. I definitely think that somehow, some way, they'll try to make this the game a little bit. Um, so they'll hang around for a while, but maybe in the fourth quarter, the Ravens will find a way to squeak this out. I do think that on both sides of the ball, they have more talent overall. And so um, ultimately, you know, I, I like to think that they still have a bad taste in their mouth about that Steelers game and that they are like, look, we're not going to do this against our former um, rival opponent, which even though it's not like even though they the AFC Central is dead, it still feels like, like you said, there's like a small little rivalry going on between the Titans and the Ravens, because, you know, a lot of those guys are were there, you know, Ryan Tannehill. um, was there Derek Henry was there when the Ravens was 14 and two and they they essentially blew their season up in the playoffs um and then they turned around and blew their season up in the playoffs the following year so it does feel like that there's like a little baby rivalry going on between these two teams so I do think that the Ravens will right the ship um I'm going with 21 13 Ravens 
That's what I'm going to do. 2113. Oh, 2113. Okay. Okay. 2113. I'm going with 2113 Ravens. We're similar. That's pretty similar. Uh, I said 2314, 2113. Yeah, yeah, basically. That same type of game, you know, just uh, where it is probably close for the most part. Ravens may get a touchdown or something, maybe the field goal, Justin Tucker field goal, which I think Tucker could use, uh, you know, a good game himself. I agree. Right now. Um, so, you know, what better place to do it than London? Go out there, you're kicking, he, he gets a couple of field goals as well. I, I don't think this will be the most the, the, the prettiest game to watch. I, I of course I, not. That watched the the uh Bills and, and Jaguars last week in, in London. It ain't, it ain't I don't think it'll be the same type of high scoring affair each team. Well that scoring. that game was not good until the end. Let's no, be clear. I mean it wasn't. It, it wasn't. I mean, you just had big plays uh from certain from certain star players. I mean, Travis right. Etienne had a good game, Josh Allen had his moments. As well, it, I just don't know if you're going to see that type of high octane offenses at any period of time. You're going to get glimpses of it. You may get some big plays. Like I said, I'm expecting the breakout game for Zay Flowers this week, and Lamar Lamar will do something, you know, to electrify the, the crowd as well. Um, but these two teams, when they get together, they they kind of like to ugly it up, and the, the Ravens do that on a weekly basis. <laughs> the Titans do it on a weekly basis as well. So. Why would I expect this game to be aesthetically pleasing to the eye? You're very right. So we would not expect anything less. But hopefully the Ravens being there all week give them a little bit of adjustment and um, they'll come out um, swinging and um, eventually get a W that they earned and deserved. Unlike the two losses where they probably should have won. But I'm not going to. Who's holding on? Who's counting? here so hopefully the Ravens leave London four and two we will see how this goes so Cordell and I will be recapping the game on Sunday hopefully it will be a Ravens win that we'll be talking about um so please tune in we want to thank you all for listening and enjoy the weekend and enjoy the game so from Cordell to me this is winning drive Twenty Four Hundred Sports is an Odyssey company.